0: While the world was busy making noise and watching two white men fight for power in the U.S. yet again, we thought it was important to take the attention off the repetitive men in power reality and focus on the women in politics who are changing the world.
1: Yes, while society was focused on the inauguration of another white man in power, we all seem to have missed a lot of good being done in the world, all by women in power. So today we wanted to put the spotlight on some of those women who are changing the world and in Lighten you all in case you didn't know. She, a podcast for non-traditional conversations. I'm Tiana
0: and I'm Sophie and, and we're, we're a couple. couple. Join us as we explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 48 of SHE, an acronym for Shifting Her Experience. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a message to be featured as our next Woman of the Week.
1: Yes, and we have some really exciting news and our podcast listeners are going to basically get the exclusive here now before we even announce it publicly on Instagram. But Sophie and I have been working on an exciting project for a while now and it's finally about to be released.
0: Yeah, we're going to let our podcast listeners in on the secret now before we announce it um, to anyone else but we will be doing a whole episode revolving around this new project of ours next week uh, so we are launching a self-reflective journal on the 8th of February available as a print book on Amazon called Reflect um, it will be available essentially worldwide so no matter where you are in the world because we do have listeners in 105 countries uh, you'll be able to get your hands on it we're so excited for you all to see it and
1: get a copy of it because it's really unlike any journal we've seen out there it's full of really mindful prompts to help guide you and it's divided into seven chapters to help you get curious about who you are. Soph actually wrote poetry as well to introduce each chapter of the book. So there's poetry related to the theme of each chapter, thought-provoking prompts, and exercises, almost like quizzes throughout, to help you get to know yourself better.
0: Yes, and as well, a really important note, there are no dates in this journal because there are no deadlines and we were really adamant on that. Um, We want people to be able to go at their own pace and it's just a really like completely personal thing between you and you only
1: yeah I was always intimidated by dates in journals because I wasn't sure how to fill them out and I felt like pressure to keep up with it but I felt like I had nothing to say so this is something we were really adamant on no
0: dates yeah yeah and this is something I would have really have loved to have had when I was a teenager or any age actually um I would have loved to have had something that I could look back over and read and evaluate who I am and what decisions I tend to make and what my dominant thought patterns were and stuff like that. So basically, yeah, we created what we would have always wanted from a journal.
1: Yeah. So once again, it's called Reflect with a period at the end, just like she with a period at the end. (laughs) And it'll be available on Amazon on February 8th. We'll be announcing more details soon. And our next episode will actually read you guys a few of the prompts we have.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, before we get started on today's topic, then we want to shout out our Woman of the Week, or should I say, women of the week. Karen from Madagascar and her girlfriend Anne from France. Uh, Karen reached out to us saying that she's an avid listener of our podcast and that she and her girlfriend listen together to Spark Discussion while they're doing long distance.
1: Oh yeah we can definitely relate to the long distance uh, aspect and we're so
0: honored that our podcast for you has facilitated those discussions. Absolutely absolutely Um, but yeah for today's episode uh, we want to focus on women in Power positions. So, although there are, you know, a lot of things going on in the world right now, uh, it is fair to say that the spotlight has been put on men in the U.S. For months now, the world has watched men in in the U.S. fight for power, causing us to know very little about the global community of women in power, um, their names, their countries, and their achievements. The U.S. have been very, very noisy as they <laughs> celebritize their politicians, um, while the world watched as patriarchy once again took the centre stage. But what's going on in the rest of the world? What have we to be proud of? And how far have we actually come?
1: That's a really important point. You know, the US's politics in general are very loud. And for the past few years, a lot of noise it was making was this really negative, misogynistic point of view. And it overshadowed a lot of good going on in the world. So we've got a list here of some really incredible women that we want to bring to light and highlight some of their achievements. So, uh, Soph,
0: do you want to highlight our first woman? Yeah, Tiana and I both did our research. So, I'll read out one, then Tiana will read out another. So, uh, my first woman is, um, most of you guys would know her, Angela Merkel. She is the Chancellor of Germany, which basically means she's the head of the government and the chief executive of Germany. She has been uh, widely described as the leader of the European Union, the most uh, powerful woman in the world, and by Many commentators um, as of 2016, a leader of the free world, which is very interesting because you don't hear that a lot. You usually hear um, the US president being the leader of the free world. <laughs> so it's interesting to hear that. Um, but yeah, she is currently serving her third term as the Chancellor of Germany. Okay, so the first woman I'm
1: going to read on this list is Zuzanna Chapotova. She is the youngest president that Slovakia has ever seen, um, and the first woman one. So she's known for her work on environmental issues. And what's interesting as well is Slovakia has been a country where LGBTQ plus protections are very few, and Zuzana has been one of the first leaders of the country to speak on the issue. While I believe she could have definitely said more when she was (laughs) asked publicly about her position on the adoption of children by same-sex couples, in a country that doesn't Allow same-sex adoption, might I add? She said that any two loving parents, whatever their sexual orientation, are better than an orphanage. Okay, not the LGBTQ plus enthusiasm I was really hoping for, but <laughs> it did mark a pivot in how the country viewed same-sex adoption and couples as a whole. Um, with many people agreeing with her, so that's great. Excellent research,
0: Tiana. Thanks. Um, my next woman is Erna Solberg. She is serving as the Prime Minister of Norway since 2013, and re-elected again. Then in 2017, among her achievements, she takes a particular interest in the access to quality education for all, in particular girls and children in conflict areas. We love to see it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so my next woman is Maya Sandu, the president
1: of Moldova, and she recently became the new president in December 2020, and the first woman president that the country's ever seen. Lots of women presidents and prime ministers recently in the world, huh? Yeah. Yeah, which is great. So it took us this long as a society to see that women are more than capable of running countries, Absolutely. Um, although we're obviously not quite there yet. And her case like proves this. So Maya had a hard time when she was running for president. She was attacked heavily by her opponents for not being married and not having a family at age 48, you know, as if serving your husband and pumping out kids is all a woman's good for Mm. and she dealt with a lot of misogynistic and sexist comments as well so even more satisfying that she did win because enough people saw that negativity and were like nope we're not dealing with that um that being said the country is currently divided over her presidency because clearly there are still a lot of misogynistic people out there
0: yeah and even though she's a woman in power they still want to put her in her place yeah um Yes, yeah, so moving on the the next woman on my list is Nicola Sturgeon. She is a Scottish politician serving as the first Prime Minister of Scotland um, and leader of the Scottish National Party since 2014. She is the first woman to hold either position um, and she made headlines actually this week after she spoke out against senior Scottish National Party figures who openly criticised her plans to make it easier for trans people to change their legally recognised gender, to which she responded transphobia within this party is not acceptable. I
1: remember reading about that as well, yeah. Yeah, she's cool. I like her. So the next woman on my list is Salumi Surabichvili. I hope I'm saying that right. You do Who is the president of Georgia. So she's currently serving as the fifth president in Georgia, the first woman president there as well. Um, and she's heavily advocated for women's rights and gender equality.
0: Love it. Uh, my next <laughs> woman is Bidia Bhandari. She is currently serving as the second president of Nepal and the first woman to hold office in the country ever so wow they did not waste any time in electing a woman did they um in her political career she has been a woman's rights activist and a dedicated fighter for democracy so great to hear. yes and the
1: next woman i want to highlight is paula may weeks who is the president of trinidad and tobago so she's also known as justice weeks um and she was appointed the first female president um, of trinidad and tobago on march 19 2018 and um, she's actually the 75th member of the Council of Women World Leaders. So she's also a member of the Platform for Girls Education, which is a global body compromised of 12 influential people aimed at securing quality education for girls across the world so the intention of the platform is to provide girls with quality education in developing countries so
0: you go Palomé. amazing I love it because girls are the future you know children yeah. are the future Of course. so I mean we need to focus more on that my next woman is Sarah Kungalo Amadida, and she is the current Prime Minister of uh, Namibia and has been in office since 2015 um What's really interesting about this woman that I loved is in 1995, when she was 27, which is my age now, she was named uh, Director General of the National Planning Commission, which basically is a position in the rank of a minister. Um, She was then appointed as Minister of Finance in 2003, but now she is the Prime Minister of her whole country, which is amazing. Love that. Um, my next woman is Mia Motley and she's the
1: current Prime Minister of Barbados, the first woman Prime Minister Barbados has ever seen, I might might I add. Um, and in 2018, she won a historic landslide victory. So that's great. Um, and she's gradually gaining the reputation as the Iron Lady of the Caribbean. And she's also a really strong advocate for the climate crisis and getting the Caribbean to pay more attention to it. So that's like a great angle to work. Love
0: it. We love seeing her. Uh, women in power are advocating for for the climate crisis and and how to change that so amazing um my next woman is Mette frederickson she is a danish politician who has been prime minister of denmark since 2019 she's the youngest prime minister in danish history and the second woman she made uh, international headlines for informing President Donald Trump that Greenland was not for sale. She <laughs> called the idea in quotes absurd. Love it. Um, she is also known for increasing welfare spending and tackling climate change issues. Again, we see another woman doing this. Um, these are her like two main priorities as Prime Minister.
1: And my next woman on my list, you guys might have heard of already, um, Sanna Marin, who is the current prime minister of Finland. And Sanna really caught my eye when we were doing our research because she's not only the youngest prime minister Finland has had, appointed at age 34, but she's one of the youngest prime ministers in the world. So Sanna is the youngest sitting prime minister in the world right now, which is so great to see because so many of these men in power are old men. Joe Biden is literally the oldest president America has seen. And while, yes, he has experience, it's really important to have people in power who can bring fresh ideas to the table. Also, can I just say that Finland is a country that has had three female prime ministers before? So bonus points to Finland for being progressive yes. and in so many ways.
0: Absolutely. We love Finland. <laughs> yes, um, we do. My next woman is Kirsty Kallolade. Uh, she is an Estonian politician who is the fifth and current president of Estonia, serving since 2016. She is the first woman head of state since the country, country's independence in 1918, as well as the youngest ever president um aged 46 at the time of her election amazing
1: and my next woman on my list is katerina sakelareopulu i hope i said that right who is I think the you did, yeah. prime minister of greece and so she was the first woman to serve as the president of the council of state uh, the country's top administrative court she held that position for 15 months until she was elected as prime minister and what's interesting about katarina is she's not a member of any political party wow which means she is an independent or non-partisan politician
0: wow that's so rare to see i feel like yeah um, i was shocked she i feel like double have, check <laughs> she must have really got like the support from her country in order yeah. to to do that that's amazing my next woman is chai ing wen and uh, she is a Taiwanese politician and academic serving as the seventh president of the Republic of China since 2016 Um, a member of the Democratic Progressive Party Chai is the first woman president of uh, the Republic of China she has appeared on the cover of Times Asia magazine crediting her as being someone who could lead the only Chinese democracy Uh, she was listed as one of Times 100 most influential people of 2020
1: love that the next woman on my list is Ingridina Simoneta, who is the Prime Minister of Lithuania. So she is not the country's first female Prime Minister, but she is one of three women representing each of the coalition parties. So um, all three of them are pulling the strings of government. And this is really a shift for the country because up until 2019, Lithuania's politics were basically dominated by men. So we love to see it.
0: That's amazing. There's uh, three very, very powerful figures in that country. And they're all women. Um, My next woman on my list is Anna Brnovich. She is a Serbian politician serving as the Prime Minister of Serbia since 2017. She is the first woman and first openly gay person to hold the office. We love it. I knew you'd (laughs) love that one. Um, However, uh, same-sex marriage is constitutionally banned and LGBTQ plus parenting is not regulated in Serbia. Yet, she and her partner did welcome a baby in 2019 Um, after she was appointed prime minister Brnovich said that she did not want to be branded as Serbia's gay prime minister and that she did not plan to quote push LGBT legal reforms at this stage because she wanted to prioritize other policy reforms and some journalists and LGBTQ activists have concluded that Brnovich basically failed to advocate for LGBTQ plus equality in Serbia And I mean, yes, I would say the same, but I also have to wonder, you know, what brick walls is she up against in her job that she can't change laws on gay rights right now? Like who? Yes, she is in power, but who else is there? that she has to be up against, you know? And then I was just thinking when I was doing my research, maybe, you know, she is paving the way as a gay woman in power for other people in the future to do things that she's not doing. So maybe she's just not the right person for this particular change, if that makes sense. But maybe in a few years, someone who is perfect for that will come along and and take the position as prime minister and really advocate for LGBTQ plus rights.
1: Well, you would hope that like the first, you know, openly gay prime minister would advocate
0: for those rights so that's a bit disappointing. It is disappointing but then you know maybe she's just not the right person for it and she wouldn't maybe do the the justice that that country deserves. Maybe someone better will come along. Let's hope for Serbia.
1: (laughs) Yeah fair point. Let's hope for Serbia and for the rest of the world as well. So my next woman is Rose Raponda who is the first woman Prime Minister of Gabon. She's actually been known to shake up Gabonese politics after serving as Budget Minister eight years ago. She became the first woman to be elected mayor of the capital Libreville in 2014 as a candidate for Bongo's Gabonese Democratic Party. So she had also served as defense minister since February 2019 and then became the prime minister in July 2020. So that's great. We love to see strong women in politics.
0: Absolutely. Well, here's another strong woman um, (laughs) on my list. I have Alima Jacob um who is the president of Singapore after being elected in an uncontested election in 2017 which is amazing so influential um so Jacob won in an uncontested election um and basically that meant that no other presidential candidate was Issued this certificate of eligibility. And in 2019, she advocated for companies to promote and welcome gender equality, which we love to see, noting that it will increase innovation and business profitability. Um, she had also publicly voiced her views about a local podcast for their offensive remarks against women and asked the hosts of the show to apologize yes, for their remarks. So tell she them, them <laughs>
1: Well, another woman that most of you know, and she's been making headlines and everyone knows her name, is New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. And she's a politician who's been serving as the 40th Prime Minister of New Zealand and leader of the Labour Party since 2017. So she has achieved a lot since taking office. She has been praised for her response to the terrorist attack on two Christchurch mosques that killed 51 people in 2019. She also made headlines for denouncing a lack of global action on climate change in speeches at the United Nations. She introduced a banning on plastic bags, including a ban on meat trays, cups, and takeaway food containers. In 2018, she passed a new law that allowed victims of domestic violence to take 10 days of paid leave from work on top of their regular holiday entitlements. So she has done a lot and she has made so many headlines around the world and she really does deserve more recognition than we give her in the public eye. She
0: does. Actually, all of these women so far that we have mentioned do. And we have a few more left to read out. But yes, all of these women are very influential and they are so important. Their names should be heard and said more. Yeah. Um, Including Jacinda's. We love Jacinda. Yeah. But um, moving on, my next uh, woman on my list is Katrine Jakob's daughter. And she is an Icelandic politician serving as the 28th and current prime minister uh, of Iceland since 2017. And she is Iceland's second woman prime minister. Um, In 2016, an Icelandic market research poll named her the country's most trusted politician, which I loved when I saw that, um, with 59.2% of people saying they trusted her. Um, On gender equality, she said, I have often said that while we are proud of our place at the top of the world economic forums global gender gap list imagine that country is at the top of that list yeah um she said women in iceland are also very aware that even we in this top global position of the gender paradise, as Iceland is something sometimes called, she said that we still have a lot of work to do.
1: That's so great to acknowledge that even at the top of the list, you there's always work to be done, always improvements, you know, that's so helpful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, the last woman on our list, I think I had one more than you, Tiana, yeah, but you uh, did. <laughs> I'll read her out. Um, Zahale works at Audi, and she is an Ethiopian politician who is the current president of Ethiopia, and the first woman to hold office. She was elected president unanimously by members of the Federal Parliamentary Assembly in 2018. She actually got her position um, as president as a result of the achievements that she had made over the years. Um, She is a major mentor and role model to young African women um, who have a passion for changing the continent. Um, Her passion for her continent her her excellent leadership skills and a dedication to empower young girls and women have changed the way most people used to view women in Africa and she's known for this so amazing wow, we love good for it. her yeah that's amazing that's a really good last one to like finish off on absolutely
1: I'm not going to lie I was a bit disappointed that Canada was not on this list of like current sitting like women mm-hmm. prime ministers and Canada has had one woman prime minister Kim Campbell who was in office in 1993 but also of course she was one of the shortest sitting prime ministers Canada has ever seen Wow. Um, but for a really progressive Country, I expect more. You know, Canada is very liberal and progressive with, uh, you know, diversity and immigration, LGBTQ plus issues, healthcare. So the fact that there hasn't really been another woman prime minister. Lately, or besides the one, is disappointing to me. So, as as a Canadian, I expect more.
0: Yeah, and as an Irish, I expect more too. We have had uh, two women presidents in Ireland, Mary Robinson and Mary McAleese, but um, our current president is a man. Um, he's cool though; I like him a lot. <laughs> but still, our our past women presidents they were amazing we also have in Ireland as well as a president a Taoiseach which is basically the Irish for like a prime minister and we have had no women Taoiseachs wow so yeah very interesting so I'm waiting for the day Um, but just you know to end end this episode I wanted to briefly mention uh, someone who Uh, is and was a very influential figure in Ireland if we're talking about women and that is uh, Saint Bridget and I'm actually mentioning her because her feast day starts on the 1st of February and ends on the 2nd of February which is the day that this podcast comes out. (laughs) So um, her feast day also marks the beginning of spring back home in Ireland but I wanted to mention her not only because we celebrate her back home at this time but because Bridget was not just an important Irish religious figure she was actually an assertive role model for women especially back in her day 1500 uh, 1500 years ago um, women looked to St. Bridget as an advocate for for their reality and a protector of their experience as women. Um, she was someone that they believed could uh, defend them against harassment and assist them through pregnancy. So I just wanted to you know shine a little light uh, on St. Bridget (laughs) today in this particular episode since her feast day is this week. I thought that was kind of cool cool to bring her up.
1: Yeah, cool that that fell on the uh, like timeline of our podcast and this podcast and everything. That's fantastic. So we highlighted a lot of really great women. Of course, we may have missed people that, you know, of course are influential, but maybe aren't like sitting presidents or prime ministers right now. There's a lot of influential women in the world right now, Mm -hmm. and we are not forgetting about that. But uh, Soph, what's your takeaway on today's topic?
0: Yeah, my takeaway, it's less of a takeaway and more of just, uh, you know, I know this sounded very much like a political lesson, but I like to think of this episode as, you know, a did you know lesson. and. I I actually really, really enjoyed this episode because we give so much of our focus and attention to men in power. And we saw that the past few months with, you know, you and I as foreigners in the US. I think it was very overwhelming to see just how much attention we were given to men on pedestals. And I'm very tired of it. So today was a fantastic episode because we gave the spotlight to women who found it probably i imagine very very challenging to get where they are today in this patriarchal society that we live in so i just as my takeaway want to say that i am very proud of all these women and proud of this episode and um yeah we need to know their names more everyone so if you're listening get out your phones, go do and some Google Googling them. Because <laughs> these women are very, very influential. And I am proud to be a woman when I see what they've done.
1: I absolutely love your takeaway. I don't even know how to follow that because you had just said everything I had literally <laughs> was I was thinking the whole episode. Uh, but yeah, I think one of the main things to really take away is that there are women in power doing, you know, really amazing things. And we do tend to focus on the negativity of like, white men in power right now, especially. So um, the whole like past few months was filled with that in the US. So we really felt like we wanted
0: to almost like air out the stench of patriarchy. Yes, exactly. The stench of patriarchy that this world is just embedded in. Yeah, exactly.
1: You just (laughs) nailed it there. We really thought these women deserved, you know, the spotlight, at least for an episode. You know, we wanted people to know their names and exactly, you know, like us, you guys will probably go and Google a few of them Mm because they are really interesting so shout out to all of those women trailblazers
0: we love to see it well that wraps up today's episode and um, we love hearing your stories on how you're living a non-traditional life so keep them coming and follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a message on Instagram or review our podcast on Apple to be featured as our next Woman of the Week
1: make sure you download, rate and review our podcast and share it with your friends to spark a further discussion on this topic and let us know how you feel about all the women we've mentioned and if you knew any of their names before
0: see you next tuesday
1: bye